Fresh Art International presents Fresh Talk, conversations about creativity in the 21st century. I'm Kathy Bird, Fresh Art producer, and today I met artist Adam Schreiber at an outdoor coffee house on East 5th Street in Austin, Texas. Adam is a photographer who's had recent exhibitions in New York, Amsterdam, Austin, and Houston. He currently lives and works in Chicago. Adam's passion is exploring collections, warehouses, and archives. During his 2010 residency at ArtPace San Antonio, he pursued his interest in the dynamic between objects and the space that contains them. His installation of a DeLorean in the ArtPace Gallery animated the building's history as a former automotive plant. Adam remembers the role that context played when he photographed the contemporary art collection of philanthropist and artist Linda Pace inside her private San Antonio residence. The project at ArtPace was, in a sense, a way for me to use the architecture of the exhibition space to reflect on the architecture of the subject I was dealing with. And ultimately, that's what the project for me became about, and that's what was ultimately important to me. And it was, in a way, far more important than the subject of the pictures. The subject of the pictures, in some sense, kind of anomalous as it is, for me functions sort of like camouflage for the context in which the pictures are exhibited. Um, while I'm interested in the DeLorean, I'm sort of less interested in the car itself than its sort of um, status as a placeholder. And, and the art pace gallery situation was, was an interesting container for that particular vehicle, which has you know a variety of cultural references and permutations whether historically in terms of its fabrication, also its history as like, you know, a cinematic um, icon. So with that sort of preface, I think the Pace Foundation show um, took the idea of the context in which the pictures are exhibited to kind of a different level in the sense that um, and this came about eventually, but in the sense that the pictures I made in there were eventually then exhibited in the space they were made, mm -hmm. right? So in a way, it is, it's this, there's a circularity and there's, there's a series of temporal rifts implicit in the work and, and the exhibition of the work. I spent time with Diminishing Returns, which was the art pace, and with this project that you did at the Pace Foundation. And I noticed in both of those that there was a clear sense of staging and shadows, working with shadows, and this super spare sense of color, this, this relationship you have with white and negative space, which I found made the end result or the, the photographs themselves quite have this theatrical aspect to them and almost a sublime for me because 
whatever it was you chose to give color to was like it was it seemed that it was some sacred object and I think that's a really interesting way of looking at a composition to make one part of it stand out you actually made all the other parts stand out by keeping them white in a deep sense and using the you know basic aspects of photography to expose the characteristics of the space and that space as we as i mentioned earlier is like very specifically designed to um, for someone to live with contemporary art and to have like what i think of it as like a suspended perceptual relation to objects where literally in the visual field, objects float in the space. Um, that said, I think um, what Stephen recognized about the way that I work and, and why I was interested in the space was that my particular process and using this really slow camera that records a tremendous amount of detail had a particular relationship and potential for that space. Um, and so, the kind of formal aspects that you referenced and the reduced palette of color came about pretty slowly in the space and incrementally. And it came about through spending hours, literally, with particular scenarios of objects in the space. Though the ultimate pictures feel in some way very close to like the only picture that could have been made of that, or the obvious picture, the ideal picture. Um, that's actually a process that one gets to as a maker of pictures and as a viewer. And I think, in retrospect, it, that has an interesting connection to how the collector goes about establishing a relationship to their collection. I mean, clearly Linda's interest in collecting work extended to viewing it, right? It wasn't just about having this stuff. It was about, like, I think about it as almost like an agitation to create a space in which the characteristics of the work could persist in the most ideal context possible for as long as possible. I mean, creating, as you said, like a stage for the work. Um, and of course, every work is different and has different qualities. So certain qualities like color um, really come out in that space. And um, other qualities like implied vibration or, um, you know, I mean, if works can make sound, even imagined sound, if works are capable of having that, this is the kind of space that would allow that to happen. And in fact, spending so much time there, just staring under the dark cloth at objects in the space, um, there is a kind of there is a kind of different thing that's that happens or that happened when I was there. It was unlike being, say, at a museum or at a gallery. I mean, this this is still, in a sense, a private space. So um, those photographs came out of, in a sense, an unnatural or extended period of staring at an object. Um, and I think 
uh, to go back to the camera and the process of exposure, that, that sort of reflects that. The exposures tend to be quite long um, because of the sort of technical aspects of the camera. Um, so it's not just a matter of looking at the, the situations for a long time, but it's also this, this apparatus, this camera, actually recording the scene onto large pieces of sheet film and, um, and then beginning their sort of process, beginning the process as a latent image into becoming something like what I was seeing, but in other ways, ultimately, something totally unlike what was seen. They become their own image of the space. In my mind, Linda Pace was the true subject of Adam's investigation. Her domestic environment was designed to disappear, to fade away from the art that was the focus of her attention. I mean, on the one hand, it's a very designed space. You feel a sense of design to it, like total design. But the effect of that is, um, it's not ornamental. It's, it's sort of design in the sense that you get into the synecdoche of the architecture of the space in relation to the architecture of the body, to the architecture of, you know, breathing, of how time passes, of how light moves across a space, your relation to gravity. Um, something I was talking about earlier about the role of the collector in the space and how the space reflects the collector. As I spend time there and as I've dealt with the pictures I've, I made there, um, I've grown to kind of appreciate this, this, really, um, this really active, kind of restless relationship to art and the simultaneous desire to, to anchor or ballast that restlessness with the creation of an architecture that enforces it as you said, that highlights the objects themselves. Um, so if that's, if that's any, anything like understanding Linda, I think um, it's something about understanding maybe what, understanding a feeling behind trying to, trying to see something and trying to hold something in your mind, trying to suspend perception for long enough for an object to, to like stare back and talk to you. Bird, and you've been listening to Adam Schreiber on Fresh Talk. Fresh Art International podcasts are distributed by Public Radio Exchange at prx.org. We have a page on Facebook, and I tweet at freshartintl. Find out more about us on freshartinternational.com.